Welcome everybody back to Fortifying Your Faith. I'm so glad that you could be here with us today as we consider a topic that really and truly uh, we think about a lot, but oftentimes we do not apply it to our life. And it's even a song that we sing quite often. And as we think about it, it's Galatians 2 and verse 20. And we'll get there in a moment, but I encourage you to uh, remember the idea that we have with this podcast of sitting down and studying the Bible together and seeking to grow. And that's the whole point of this podcast and uh, even the name of it, Fortifying Your Faith and Building Up Your Faith, as each one of us have been commanded to build up one another. And as we consider doing that, Today, I want us to consider Galatians 2.20, where the Apostle Paul uh, writes these words, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This won't be a necessarily long podcast and and study as we sit down and study uh, this passage, but I do want us to think about a few thoughts from this. And first of all, I want us to think that when we become a Christian, we are to wholly devote our lives to being a Christian. Now, when we think about that, I, I truly mean giving everything we've got to being a Christian. You see, there's plenty of times when we look at the the first century Christians and we see how they live their life and the way that they live their life. We see that everything that they did was to build up one another and to show that their life was not their own. When we think about our life not being our own, I want us to think about Romans chapter 6. And when we think about the act of being baptized and becoming a Christian, we have this chapter and we have the ideas that come with it. Now, Romans chapter 6 talks about being baptized. Well, let's just read for a moment from this chapter And the Apostle Paul says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be planted uh, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So when we think about what the Apostle Paul is saying in these two passages, 
They go together so perfectly. Galatians 2.20 simply says, I am crucified with Christ. The Saul that you read about in Acts chapters 7, 8, and 9, he's no more. The one who you read about persecuting the church so greatly, he is no more. He said, I've been baptized, I've been crucified with Christ. That old man of sin that I used to be is now no more. That old man of sin is gone away. And how do you say that, Paul? Well, you have to look at his life. The Apostle Paul, once he became the Apostle Paul, once he stopped persecuting Christians, he became a completely different person. He went from being the chief persecutor to being the chief persecuted. He went from casting all manner of Christians into jail to becoming the one who spent countless nights in prison. And yet you have to say, Paul, why did you do this? And it's because he understood what becoming a Christian truly is. It is putting that old man of sin to death. I can tell you today the haste in Hanley that's standing before you as I'm standing recording this is not the same person that I was uh, a week before I was baptized. I am a different person. Now, as we think about that, we have to realize to live as a Christian, each one of us must do what we ought to do. We go back to Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. And as we look at this verse again, we have to consider something else. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Paul saying, uh, I've put that old man of sin to death, but I'm still here on earth. But he continues and says, Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Now, we have to think about that. It's no longer, once I become a Christian, what do I want to do? It's not, what am I going to gain from this? It's not, well, I think this would be the best for me. That's not the case anymore once you become a Christian. And I think a lot of us should realize that. But when we do consider this, we have to realize when we become a Christian, it's no longer hasten, but it's Christ. We look at the first century church. We look at Acts chapter 8. How it talks about how Saul uh, began persecuting the church. And I, I encourage you to look at verses 8 uh, through, or chapter 8, verses 1 through 4 of Acts. And as we look there, it says, And Saul was consenting unto his death, that being the death of the first Christian martyr, Stephen. And it says, and at that time there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad, and they went all uh, and they went throughout uh, the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial 
to make great lamentations over him. As for Saul, he made a havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. But I want us to think about those Christians that were scattered abroad. Did they simply run for their life and say, this is going to be the end of it? No. You look at what they what says of them in verse 4. Therefore they that went everywhere or they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the gospel. And so as we consider all of that, once we become a Christian, we're supposed to be living as a Christian and living for Christ. But I also want us to think about what it says in chapter or rather in verse 3 that Saul was sending all manner of people into prison. Well, I want us to kind of check back in with Paul a couple years later, and and actually a good deal of time later, after he became a Christian, after he has established congregation upon congregation. And we consider what he writes to the Corinthians after they uh, had some coming in trying to bring them to Judaism. And they were saying, why listen to Paul? Because uh, he writes and speaks differently. They were trying to discredit the apostle. But here's what he says in verses um, 21 through 28 of First Corinthians, or rather Second Corinthians chapter 11. He says, I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak. Howbeit, whereinsoever any is bold, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in death soft. Of the Jews five times received I forty stripes save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, and in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Beside those things which come, uh, which are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the cares of all the churches. You ask the Apostle Paul how different his life is after becoming a Christian. You don't even have to ask. All you have to do is simply look at the fruits of his labor and what happened to him after he became a Christian. He went from being someone who focused on himself and worshipped God the best that he thought. But once he knew the truth and once he knew what he ought to do, he gave himself wholly to it as we as Christians today ought to. I'm reminded of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And it talks really about uh, thinking about the fact that those who are mentioned in chapter 11 
those of the great hall of fame of faith. We have to remember what the Hebrew writer says in chapter 12, verse 1. Right at the end of talking about what all these people did by faith, he says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin that doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set up before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down on the right hand of the throne of God. When we think of that, do we think about the fact that we as Christians need to crucify our old person of sin? Do we think about the fact that we as Christians need to lay aside that sin that carries us down, the one that bogs us down? When we consider our life as a Christian, how do we consider it? Now, I want us to consider finally, looking back at Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, as the Apostle Paul finishes this verse, he says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the grace of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. If you are a New Testament Christian today, you are blessed beyond measure for the fact of this. And everyone really is blessed in this. We had a Savior. We had the Messiah, the promised one from the beginning of time. From the very first sin, we had God incarnate come down to earth and die for our sins. Now, the only thing that separates the sinner from the saint is the fact that we as Christians have obeyed what we have been told to do through the New Testament. And the life that we live now, the one that's not, the one that is a byproduct of crucifying our old man of sin, we have that and we live with the hope of heaven and we live with the promises that have been given to us through the teaching of Christ and through God's inspired word. We live with that knowing this one thing. It's because of Christ that we have this hope. It's because of what Christ did for us and his love for us that we are able to call ourselves Christians. We are able to have that hope. John 3.16 is one of the most famous verses throughout modern time and, and for good reason. But when we think about it as a Christian and as a true New Testament Christian... We have this blessing and this hope. For God so loved the world that he, sent, uh, that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. How wonderful is that? How wonderful is it that we are able to say that my life as a Christian 
truly is one that I have because God loved me. God sent his son to die on the cross so that I may live, so that I may have a home in heaven with him. But when we think about it and we come to the true realization, he didn't just do it for Haston Hanley. He didn't just do it for you. He did it for all of us, for the entire world. And so what is stopping us from going out and teaching someone the gospel? What is stopping us from saying, it's not Haston's desires anymore, but it's Christ's. And I need to be doing what Christ has commanded. And so as we consider this today, I hope each one of us can take Galatians 2.20 and look at it in a new light. Think about it in a new light and realize when we become a Christian, we are no longer ourselves. We've put that old person behind us, but now we're living for Christ. We're seeking to do Christ's will. And so I hope this has encouraged you and built you up in some way today. And I encourage you, if, if you ever need anything or want to discuss something, please reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook with uh, under Haston Hanley, H-A-S-T-O-N-H-A-N-D-L-E-Y. Uh, I'm willing to put the chance that I'm probably the only one that'll pull up. Also, if you want to send us a, a message on Twitter, uh, you can look look us up on there. And yet, I want to say to each one of us today, the fact that we should be living as Christians, as Christ would want us to live, and on top of that, not living for self any longer, but living for God. And so, I hope you can take that throughout your day and week, and I hope that that can encourage you and build you up and perhaps draw you closer to God. And so, uh, I just want to end this with saying I hope that you'll tune in next time as we think about uh, more biblical topics, and uh, I would encourage you, sit down, study what we've talked about today, Study what you personally need to study. Pray to God, because those two things will draw you closer to God than you ever realize. I encourage you to do all of this, and uh, even more so, I hope that you have a great day. And I hope that this has brightened your day. And so, uh, I will let you go, and I hope that you'll tune in next time as we seek to fortify our faith.